0: we need to make sure that we're reaching consumers where they're spending time. And let's face it, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or Pinterest, that's where shoppers, local community, are spending time.
1: Welcome everyone to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. And here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Rijn. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it if you do, and leave a comment. The automotive industry continues to be one of the most adaptive industries in existence. The methods we use to communicate and connect with customers have evolved over the years, but that connection and need for quality communication has not. Our guest today drives a big vision to connect dealerships and customers, and in doing, help dealers deliver value selling, servicing, and remaining close with every customer we serve. But we'll let our guest share more about that himself. We go there now. Hey everybody, welcome to the special edition of the Future of Zag Today Driving Vision Podcast 2-in-1 today. And with us today is Vice President and General Manager, Dealers United, Justin Friend. Justin, welcome to the show. Hey Sam, how are you? Doing fantastic. And of course, also along with us in this conversation, having to do with social media, all things social media, Lindsay Latsko, our very own within the Ziggler Group. Lindsay, welcome.
2: Hello, how's everybody doing?
1: So here's the crazy thing, Lindsay. We're going to have a conversation about all things social media today, right? And Justin, you have been a big part of a group we have in, inside the Ziggler Auto Group called the Driving Social Media Group, and it's interesting, Lindsay. You'll remember we've actually we we started out by rotating through different uh, vendor partners. The second and third vendor partner so completely dropped the ball, and <laughs> Justin and his team at Dealers United so completely picked up the ball and delivered value that we came back to the well. Again and again, and we're now on what was our topic this past conversation, Justin?
0: We just talked about Pinterest, Sam.
1: Which, by the way, if every listener doesn't kind of turn their head a little bit and say, Pinterest, the car business, social media, what is it? Why is it? You're out of your mind if you don't ask that question, and we may get there a little bit today. But first, Justin, the question of the podcast we start off, every episode with is Justin what is your vision of the future and what are you doing to drive that vision Justin Fred.
0: So great question conceptually I love it from a Dealers United perspective you know our mission is to guide and inspire those that we work with and that is our internal employees that is our partners that we get to work with great dealers like you guys obviously we have a great relationship with you know Lindsay and her team and the store specifically that she manages we thrive being challenged to help dealers solve goals, the real business challenges. And obviously with everything that has happened, the industry has changed and so have the challenges that each individual dealership faces. It's obviously not lost on both of you that there was a point in time where advertising, whether it be digital or traditional, was very focused on inventory and we have X number of vehicles in stock. That's changed and it's changed significantly. So really where we excel and where we love helping our dealer partners is understanding what the challenges that you're facing today and, and helping you solve those. And those challenges, even within a, a large group like Ziggler, those challenges are going to vary from one dealership to another. And so, sorry, go ahead.
1: So, what so one of the challenges you've helped us with? So, back when I started in the car business in the late 80s, early nineties, yes, I am that old, when it was slow, the sales managers would say, Hey, go out and do a little prospecting. And prospecting in those days was to go to the mall. That's the big building, hundreds of thousands of square feet where people would park in front of. And we take our business cards and put it under windshield wiper blades. Well, today that connecting and that mall parking lot is no longer a physical asphalt filled parking lot, it exists in the social media world, right? Which is new to so many of us. And you've helped us gain access to that world. Our goal at the Ziegler Auto Group is to provide an ultimate automotive experience, our family to yours. And the way we do that is to connect and communicate with consumers. And you've given us additional platforms to connect and communicate. So just a friend, when you think about what are the most successful platforms to connect and communicate with your buyer, What are they now on social media, Justin?
0: I mean, you can go through the list. Facebook, Instagram... You know, Messenger, which is obviously another one of the meta properties. You can look at Pinterest. You can look at TikTok. You can look at Snapchat, LinkedIn, Google, Amazon, quite frankly. The parking lot, and I love how you framed that, Sam, the parking lot is now virtual. People aren't spending as much time going to the mall, but we need to make sure that we're reaching consumers where they're spending time. And let's face it, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or Pinterest, that's where shoppers, local community are spending time. So I think yeah. So
1: we want to go to that place where they are, right, Justin?
0: Meet the consumer where they're spending time. And that was, to your point about, you know, putting the business card on windshield wipers at the mall. If you saw a parking lot full of hundreds of cars, well, you knew that there was 100 people on the other side of the mall, you know, door. Are they going to see your business card when you come out? It's about finding those consumers where they're spending time.
1: Yeah. So we started within the Ziegler Auto Group, and you've helped us with this monthly group called Driving Social Media. And it's one team member from each one of our stores that's primarily responsible for Social media within that store. Thank you for your help in that. Lindsay, as that group started, there was one platform we focused on. What was that platform, Lindsay?
2: TikTok. TikTok.
1: So, and when we came to that, I knew very little about TikTok, right? But what's happened, mm-hmm. Lindsay, since we started to have these conversations, thanks to Justin Friend, Dealers United, what has happened to Ziegler Auto Group's presence on TikTok?
2: Well, we've kind of taken over, I think, from an auto standpoint. (laughs) I mean, I know myself, thankfully, too, the algorithm with TikTok, but I'm constantly seeing our own videos and the store's videos. And we've gotten a ton of engagement from the stores. And I think it's been a lot of fun. And it's really highlighted our brand in a different light and with a different consumer reaching you know, different consumers.
1: So Justin, what is it about this new method of communicating, this new parking lot, right? It's not about necessarily putting a business card under the windshield wiper. And giving them a place of contact so much of these new forums and formats is demonstrating our culture and who we are rather than asking them to buy something what is it about social media where highlighting culture is better than saying hey buy a car from me justin
0: well if you think about where social media started it was a place to get connected, you know, obviously going way back to, you know, Facebook, it was a place to get connected with other students. And then it became a place that you could see pictures of family members and, you know, people that you may not have seen in in some time. So it really is that place for connection. And, you know, to support what Lindsay had said, I think you guys have done a fantastic job of making the Ziegler culture part of what you're delivering to the local community. Because again, if you look at hey, I wanna go on any social media platform to see the picture of somebody who I haven't seen in a while. That reconnection, you're making all of your team human to the local yeah. consumers and your local community and you're humanizing them and they're becoming people. And it is so much less about, here's the point of contact, come by a car. It's about what does you know Ziegler stand behind? What are the core values? What is their team like? We all wanna spend time with people that we feel comfortable with and that are similar to us in some capacity. You're able to build those connections virtually so when a consumer does come to the dealership, they feel as though they already have some level of connection with the person that they're going to be working with.
1: So thinking about that, Lindsay, what are some of your favorite TikToks that we featured? you were one of the judges. What was some of your favorite TikToks we featured all those months ago that helped? Demonstrate, highlight, and showcase our culture.
2: Well, I think, you know, Hunter at Mercedes yes. and Jaguar, he did, and Land Rover, he has done a phenomenal job. And, yeah, you know, and just this one really with the Range Rovers, I yeah. think through the yeah. desert or something was awesome. Jeep had a really great one where we featured just a bunch of different employees, you know, birthdays, celebrations, breaking records. I thought that was a really cool one as well. And I think it was, I think it was North Riverside or Downers Grove. They had a car show and they featured some of the Jeeps from their. Car show, and uh, that one was really cool as well. I just wanted to add too, you know, it's so important for us to show our brand in a different light with TikTok because it really helps us connect with that consumer. You know, people are al- already a little bit hesitant to come into a dealership, and I think by reaching them in these different channels, they already have that connection, just like Justin said, and their their guard is a little bit down, and they're like, oh, that place looks like so much fun. Look, they got music, you know, confetti, canyon cannons. That place looks like a blast. I want to go there to buy a car. Where. They're not so hesitant and stiff and, you know.
1: One of my favorite uh, TikToks, Lindsay, to your point about getting that behind the scenes look was the uh, trend on TikTok where it's like, what car do you drive? Right. Because everybody is always asking that. I get asked continually. and People are always disappointed to hear my answer. But, hey, what do you drive? <laughs> and the TikTok challenge where. Somebody just takes that camera and goes around and asks various people throughout the dealership. That's fascinating and that's fun, right, Justin? That's something that's trended in the TikTok world.
0: The other thing that I think it is, it's authentic, right? Whether somebody is you know disappointed in your answer or not, it's authentic. It, and that's what yeah. makes it so polarizing at times is that you're fascinated to see what it is. I, personally, I agree with you. I love that particular TikTok that you guys did where you're asking everybody what they drive. The other ones that I think you guys have done a really good job with are some of the behind the scenes, showing the car mm-hmm. going through detail, showing some of the behind yes. the scenes, meet the marketing team, meet you know the service team, because it is so much more than just the sales team on the front end that everybody should get to understand that like the culture runs deep and it goes entirely through the organization.
1: Yeah. Tristan also, Tristan had a fun, a couple of fun videos with the duck, right? So yeah. there's this tradition in the Jeep world. Lindsay, remind us what that is. And, and she did a nice job of representing that over the course of several uh, TikTok posts.
2: Yes. So um, you can get ducked if you own a Jeep Wrangler and they have like just these little rubber duckies and they go around and like place them on random Jeeps. And if you get ducked, then you have to duck somebody back I guess yes. and put the little Jeep or the little rubber ducky on the Jeeps. So we started doing that with customers and anybody who bought a Wrangler, we'd give them a rubber ducky. And I think we were giving them two even. So one for them and then one for them to give to another another Wrangler enthusiast. So we made a few TikToks of it.
1: So that's an example, Justin, of a practice on social media where you're hitting a very narrow community and that community is a result of that narrow message is able to come together, only Jeep owners, right? What is it about social media that allows that super targeted community to come together, connect, communicate and feel good about what they're doing, Justin?
0: Well, I think it's, you know, using the duck Jeep example, my wife has a Wrangler and, you know, she was once ducked and she was so excited. (laughs) She called me right away. She took a picture of the duck. She took a picture of herself with the duck on the hood of the Jeep and she then reposted that and and kept it going. And I think what it is powerful, it, it is powerful, Sam. And I think that's what it is. It's feeling as though you're included in part of a community. And it's yeah. a segment of the community, right? Jeep owners specifically. And then you get down into you know Jeep Wrangler owners, but then it's Jeep Wrangler owners who have been ducked. And so it becomes almost this like desire to keep it going. And that's the part of the power of social media is being able to connect with and have conversation and communication with people who are interested in similar things.
1: Yeah, we were talking about my son earlier today that is has gotten onto TikTok. And I, as you were describing that, it, it suddenly, the dots connected for me, right? So here's a, a college age kid, American English, learns Fijian in Fiji, and now he's making TikToks that hit a very special I mean, there's not many Americans that speak Fijian in the U.S. and or over there, but he's done really well trending to that segment. So it does seem like there's something, the more narrow the community, the better it brings people together and allows them to connect and gives us an audience, right? Can you think of any other, in the automotive world, any narrow communities that we can hit or people may hit, uh, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or any one of these other platforms. Justin. Sure.
0: I think if you have a marketing goal in mind and you understand what your audience is, being able to find that audience, not only the audience in general, but on the audience where they're spending the most amount of time. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Sam, that we talked you know, to Pinterest on the, the recent driving social. Pinterest, although it is not just for moms, let's be clear, <laughs> is a great opportunity to go reach, Women or women yeah. who are moms. And that's where you can really start to focus in on making sure that the content that we're delivering is specific to a mom versus, if you remember the example that we looked at, you know, we had an example of a mom and then we had an example of more of an off road enthusiast. They're going to be looking for very different features in vehicles, the content or creative that's going to you know, get either of those two personas attention is going to be very different. So having the ability to get super specific in our goal and then understanding the audience and and where to go from there is a key in, you know, successful marketing.
1: So I love this because, Lindsay, when we first said, hey, let's talk about Pinterest, Justin, you brought that to us. I think many of us were like, Pinterest, really? Like, we know LinkedIn, we know Facebook, now we know TikTok, but Pinterest, like, how how does that help us? But, Lindsay, you've been active on Pinterest, right? You understand and speak that language. It's a little more familiar for you. Talk to us about your engagement in the past on Pinterest and why it makes sense to you, but it may not make sense to me or some of the other people within the auto group.
2: (laughs) Um, yeah so I personally I've always used Pinterest for cooking recipes home decor renovations things like that when we were having the call last week and I was looking through my Pinterest account I've had my Pinterest account for over 10 years yes which was kind of crazy (laughs) to think about and now it's like it's so it's taken that long kind of for you know the auto industry to get involved and maybe Pinterest as well to realize you know this is a great platform and then you know we started incorporate it in some of our stores so you know for instance I'm sitting in Cadillac today so Cadillac has a third row SUV that is not an Escalade which a lot of people don't even know about the XT6 and you know not everybody can afford an Escalade but a lot of people need a third row vehicle and maybe they're kind of in between and so Pinterest has been a great platform for us to really brand the XT6 and reach that consumer that we're looking for that you know mom who has you know middle to higher income and can afford Ford and XT6, but not quite an Escalade and um, maybe wants that Cadillac brand and be part of that. Um, And we've actually been able to, we've gotten really great traffic from it. And I think we've been able to even attribute a few sales from it as well. So it's been, it's been pretty successful for that. Started it at Subaru as well, because as we know, Subaru people love the outdoors. They They love their dogs, (laughs) their Subarus, dogs, all of that stuff. And uh, Pinterest is another great platform that we can really communicate with that kind of niche Subaru consumer as well.
1: So Oh, this is a great setup, Lindsay. I appreciate you describing this the way you did. So, it's not a question of if Pinterest is a good, as we go back to that parking lot metaphor, it's not a question of if Pinterest is a good and successful parking lot for us to spend our time because it is. And actually, as evidence, I was, <laughs> we were talking about this. My auto dealer magazine for this month actually features an entire article that says take Pinterest for a test drive, right? So there are auto groups that are having enormous success with it. Lindsay, I'm gonna ask you a question then Justin. So we gave everybody an assignment after our call last week or week before, and it was to create Pinterest posts or pins or whatever the heck you call it. How many of our stores have done this uh, as of recording today, Lindsay? Uh, Do do you have that data? It's okay if you don't, because I I will guess probably three. Right? Probably three. Well,
2: I, I would say at least six because I know at least about half of my Your stores. Well, perfect. I, I would say at least most of my stores. Okay. Have- Gold star so for Lindsay. So, <laughs> so Justin,
1: so just, uh, here's the question. If it works, if it's a good place for us to spend our money to communicate and connect, why, in particular, is it so tough to get pin, uh, people to engage in Pinterest to create uh, that culture and? and Create those cars. I I think a
0: lot of it go back to where you started, Sam. You said, "Gosh, Pinterest." I don't know much about Pinterest. I think it's about education and yeah. letting you know people understand and he- helping them understand. I should say that there is an opportunity there. It's a specific opportunity. It's not going to be everyone. I like the example that Lindsay used earlier about featuring a specific vehicle to educate to that specific you know group of customers. It, it's funny that you received that magazine and happened to notice the the article about yeah. Pinterest and, and the shopping campaign. That's actually something that we had the ability to work with the dealer group that's featured in that magazine and Pinterest really a year ago at this point, it was Q4 of, of last year. And we created a Pinterest shopping platform with Pinterest in the dealer group. And really what that allowed this dealer group to do was find success with a new medium and find customers where they weren't finding these customers elsewhere. So going back to your, you know, original question. They found box. a new- New parking lot. That, right? That's it. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. They yeah. found yeah. a new parking lot with customers who weren't you know, they, they went to the other side of the mall, right? You just you just yeah. hung out putting your business yeah. cards in front of Target. Well, you forgot yes. the movie theater or whatever's yes. on the other side of the mall at this point. Yes. That's what happened. And, you know, it was, it was a cool opportunity, you know, for us as Dealers United working with a team at Pinterest. They published a case study. And I think that magazine is actually the third time that that case study has been independently republished. But okay. it's about that opportunity, finding the customers where they're spending
1: time. So one of the favorite attendees monthly of our call, Lindsay, is Joe St. Germain. Talk about a general <laughs> manager who has curiosity, which is a core uh, fundamental piece of what we stand for within the Ziggler Auto Group a desire to learn despite discomfort. And what does he say sometimes during the meetings, Lindsay, that we've uh, highlighted a couple of times? What does he say?
2: He's more confused than he was when he uh, started the meeting. And
1: Justin, isn't that part of the challenge for us in the auto business as it relates to engaging in social media? I don't understand Pinterest, and Pinterest isn't even necessarily my demographic, but think about how much the Ziegler Auto Group misses If my voice is the only voice saying, hey, I think we should go to Facebook, and we're missing out on all those other opportunities to speak to customers elsewhere, if we're not listening to all the voices that speak that language the pinterest language right i can learn from those that do well at pinterest yourself Lindsay, and others included and speak and as an auto group we can get in front of those customers in a way we couldn't if we were stuck on facebook where nobody is uh, except old people right now right <laughs> so what is it justin about the challenge of learning that new language that becomes such an obstacle
0: Again, go back to education. I think it is about education and I appreciate Joe's feedback and cringe a little when I hope I didn't confuse him more than he started, but...
1: No, it was a great line. I've turned it into a rater actually for my phone. It's perfect.
0: (laughs) It's about having Joe understand like, here's the place to start and here's where we're going to end. And then having people like Lindsay and the rest of the team to do all of the steps between A and wherever we're ending to make it happen. So... We don't all need to know all of the intricacies of how each of the platforms work. It's it's about understanding, hey, this is the goal. This is the group of customers that we're trying to reach, understanding where they are, and then working with the team to execute to get to that end goal and have the ability to yeah. measure and you know adjust and iterate along the voyage. So
1: sticking with Pinterest for a minute, because that's our topic this month, and hopefully listeners everywhere inside and outside our group will begin to see pins from Pinterest. How do you then connect that, all right, we can speak the language, we're there, we're presenting ourselves really well, culturally, people connect with us. Now, how do we connect that into converting it into a customer that's driving a Ziglar Auto Group vehicle or someone that comes in and services with us, Justin?
0: Sure, it's all about the individual campaigns and understanding that goal. So we're gonna have the ability to work with the team to say, okay, we need to drive additional service conversions to use that as an example. It's about understanding who we're targeting. So is it a specific OEM? Is it everybody? Is it people who traditionally service on a Tuesday? From there, it's about coming up with the content and the creative that's gonna pique the curiosity to get somebody to ask a question. Okay, hey, we need to fill up the service bay on Tuesday afternoon at the Subaru store. Okay, well, we just identified that it's Subaru and we identified that it's Tuesday afternoon. How can we then take data to make decisions about how to fill the service bay on Tuesday afternoon. Is it afternoon special? Is it a, hey, we can get you in quicker in the afternoon with no wait time? It's about having conversations to understand what it is that we're trying to accomplish and then using the appropriate medium or platform to get
1: you there. That's awesome. What's one of the most successful campaigns that you've undertaken together where you've connected that mall parking lot? Yes, we are killing that analogy at this point with uh, creating those car sales and or uh, customers in the service department.
2: One of the most successful campaigns, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, thinking of metrics, I don't I couldn't tell you off the top of my head yep, to be honest. That's okay. You know, we've the great thing with the partnership is we're really able to strategize each month and we meet with the team and we can get together a really good plan, come up with some new fun ideas. When COVID, middle of COVID, I want to say we started, you know, we would pay people to turn their lease into us, yeah. no matter the maker brand, yep. uh maker model, right? Before all these manufacturers were like, No, you can't do that anymore. And we ran a huge social media campaign off of it with Dealers United, and it was it was very successful. We got a ton of traffic to our site. We were able to take in a lot of cars right at the curb rather than going to auctions and other sources. So that one really stands at the top. Another thing, you know, again, Cadillac reaching this different demographic with Cadillac and, and growing our market share here with them, we've has been a struggle but dealers united has been really really resourceful with that you know we've come up with a ton of new ideas to conquest other dealers conquest other makes and even just rebrand our messaging and not just so like you know justin mentioned in the beginning like hey we've got all these used cars we've got this great new facility but you know really get a different message out to the consumer get our brand and our brand awareness up which has been very successful as well
1: so Justin, thinking about the auto industry, which we're in, and thank you, Lindsay, what has been the most shocking campaign you've undertaken as a company where you're like, you know what, all the analytics showed that this would work, and we did it, and I was, I'm was i just shocked that it worked. Like, is there one campaign that stands out from all of them that might surprise us? So there,
0: there's two that come to mind that I think are pretty cool. One is, I'll say COVID-based, the other is, is pre-COVID. We worked with a dealer partner of ours who had just... Absolute struggle with filling service on Wednesdays, specifically women. They wanted to understand how to bring more women into the service drive. Wednesday was their dead day. We worked that with is them. so
1: crazy that you can like narrow it down that specifically, right? Like, it's like that's amazing.
0: So, check this out, Sam. We worked with right. them to come up with a concept and we uh, you know worked with them and they had different things going on they had uh like brought someone in on Wednesday afternoons to do like massage table you know the quick massage table in the service bay really <laughs> made it very comfortable made it very you know educational and we were able to turn Wednesday into their single busiest service day the, the awesome. other example and i think you'll think this one is pretty cool going through covid Obviously, frontline workers became a term. and you know that yeah. was something that we very much as a society appreciated these people who were out on the front line. We had a dealership, two, two store group that wanted to make an incredible offer to frontline workers that if you were a frontline worker, the dealership would come pick up your vehicle from your home or work, service it, oil change, tire rotation at no cost, and then bring the vehicle back to you. So we were able to get so focused with the group that we targeted frontline workers. This case study was actually picked up by Facebook and published on Facebook as one of Facebook's, uh, I think it was called like the resilient businesses. And it was so cool to be a part of because from the outside looking in, I'm like, man, there is no way we're going to be able to get that narrow focused and find success. And they absolutely nailed that on the head and, and it was a fantastic thing and they got a ton of support from the local community as a result. So those would be two examples that I think were pretty niched down that it's like, oh, I don't know if we're going to pull this off. And at the end of the day, yeah, it, it,
1: it, it worked you know what i love about this conversation justin so you shared with us in the beginning your mission statement is to guide and inspire those we work with and that's both your own employees and those around you and your excitement your passion your energy your focus for this medium and this business for helping us to connect with our customers is infectious and contagious and we appreciate what you have brought to the table uh, within the Zico Auto group on that and and we're not done yet so this month is pinterest next month i think it Isn't it Snapchat, Lindsay? Is that where we're going?
2: Yes. Justin,
1: I was skeptical on Pinterest. What the heck? Snapchat? Like... I have an account, I get so much spam on Snapchat. Is that a real deal? Is is, is Snapchat gonna be helpful for us to learn that language?
0: It's funny and you just wait and see, Sam, Snapchat has a metric funnel that is very close to Facebook. So oh. some of these oh. other platforms, we're talking more about high level education and we're not gonna drive a customer down. You know, if you look at TikTok, that's high level. It's about branding and awareness and fun and letting the local community know who you are. Snapchat gets pretty deep down in into the funnel. And, and I think you'll see there's some some pretty cool metrics that we get to look at as a result.
1: So an ask. We appreciate you being on the Future of Zag Today Driving Vision podcast to share with us your vision can we come back in another couple months and let's have the conversation about what happened in this conversation with Snapchat, how our Pinterest contest went. Can we have you back here in a couple months and let's do a follow-up?
0: Sure. I think it sounds great. be happy to
1: come back. Awesome. Justin, any final comments to our podcast audience as it relates to Social Media, Dealers United, and what you do?
0: I think the final comment is let us know where we can help. We're always happy to jump on a conversation, have a quick call, have Zoom, whatever we got to do. If you've got a challenge that you are trying to accomplish using the power of social media let us know and we're always up for a good challenge
1: justin friend dealers united Lindsay latsko Ziegler auto group we appreciate you both being on the podcast we look forward to having you back to talk all things pinterest snapchat and i, and I think i can't remember what's beyond that linkedin, LinkedIn. yeah LinkedIn, linkedin which is which is also a, an interesting platform so thank you for being on and uh, we'll catch you next time thanks sam
0: hello everyone this is mark olson with athletic mentors Just wanted to talk a little bit about the Ziegler Marathon and preparing for those races. We are 30 weeks out, believe it or not. So you need to start thinking about making some training plans and getting things rolling with your training. If you're going to do a full, we recommend 24 weeks of focused training. And if you're going to do a half, you need at least 12. Same for 10K and 5K. You should have a good 12 weeks of focus training. Besides the focus training, just leading up to that, you should be getting active now and running short and easy, maybe three times a week. Also doing some cross training and some strength training on top of that. If you need any help or are interested in some run coaching, please give us a call at Athletic Mentors and we'll get you guys set up. Get going and let's have a great race on
1: April 22nd and 23rd. Thank you, Justin Friend with Dealers United, our own Lindsay Latsko, and AM Wellness's Mark Olson for contributing to this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like us in your podcast platform of choice, including leaving a comment. Your support helps us continue to grow as one of the most listened to business podcasts in the world. Until next week, how are you driving vision today?